You are now listening to the Foobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. drinking Quentin? um well i am drinking a brazilian beer um it's 130 uh, i think it's uh, acceptable time uh and uh finishing it off with some uh brazilian cookies that i got from the store i would have gotten something nicer but uh all the stores are closed on sunday so uh kind of making do with what i got here yeah i understand yeah mm, i also um, have some tea some uh, black mm. tea from Trader Joe's. Mm. You know, classic. That sounds good. I do like that black tea. It is very good. I'm drinking uh, I'm drinking some Arab black tea that I don't remember the name of. It's very good. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. I also have a... Um, um, Quinn, I had a question about your, <laughs> your hatred of white foods. Shoot, um, yeah, go for it. How do you feel about, like, fish or, like... Uh, shellfish and that kind of thing. Like I really like white um, meat. I don't. Yeah, I really like. Um, I don't know. Say crab or lobster. Okay. I have no problems with that. Um, but the other day, though, um, right before I left on my sister's birthday, we all went to a sushi restaurant, and I ordered uh, some blue crab rolls. And the blue crab um, roll came in like really white, like rice with the white crab meat and it was like drizzled with some sort of like it looked like mayo i don't think it was mayo though but i just looked at that and i was like shit man like i paid like eight dollars for this like (laughs) this is not what i wanted (laughs) yeah how do you feel about white rice white rice is fine um but i will prefer brown like i go to chipotle or whatever and just like no i'm not getting that yeah i gotta go with the brown rice man wow all right uh throwing down the gauntlet on that goes deep yeah, but crab, lobster, no problems, man. Right. No problems at all. all right. Yeah, I feel like I've, uh, you know, I, that's a that's a fun subject to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, podcast? What? Podcast, huh? 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 Oh, jeez. You guys have a podcast? Oh, I guess <laughs> we, we have do. a podcast, Quentin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and look, there's our audience. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. Hey, didn't see you. Live hey, in studio. In our studio mm. audience, um, we, we're holding up cue cards right now to them. Um, yeah. But the yeah. Foobies podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Um, and uh, we covered Airplane for this episode. And I have to say, this is one of my favorite movies ever made. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it, it made nice. an impression on me. Uh, okay. Jeez. Wow. Uh, this was my first time <laughs> ever seeing it. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations! Initial thoughts? Uh, I liked it. It uh, it was funny. I uh, kind of yeah. dragged kind of dragged a little bit, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this was my second viewing, or second or third. I mean, I remember watching bits and pieces of it, um, 
And yeah, I think for the most part, it mostly holds up uh, without dating itself. I think there's a joke good. about Jimmy Carter in there. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Jimmy Carter um, let me also say that like I had watched this movie like right after I had like Brazilian barbecue, like an, a whole day of just eating like starches and meats. And mm-hmm. so when I was watching this, I was very tired and I kind of dozed off through like the end, like last 30 minutes. So oh, okay. let me just say that. <laughs> It reminds me of like Alex Jones when he was like. Being... But you, Tim, like, <laughs> when... Tim, what were your thoughts uh, after watching this? I know you already said that it's your favorite movie of all time, but how did it hold up for your viewing experience? Uh, this this was um, I was a little distracted. I'll tell you the truth because this is like the tenth time I've seen this movie. Um, so, but I, I uh, put down my Twitter and focused. Um, but yeah, the, I, I mean, this is like I kind of memorized the movie at this point a little bit. Um, like, so, but yeah, anyway, um, yeah, this is one of those like just stupid, dumb movies. That's just hilarious. I feel it, it is like, wall to wall jokes. There's yeah, nothing in it is not a joke. Puns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like this movie has like the continuity of a cartoon, which I kind of enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like some, some person could like get hit in the head with like a, a giant mallet and grow something out of their head and then maybe like the next scene like they're perfectly fine you know what i mean yeah totally. yeah uh it's just kind of like one of those types of movies mm-hmm. so this is based this is a parody of zero hour a 1957 uh plane disaster film and they actually borrow a lot of the script directly from that movie so a lot of i think a lot of the things like uh they, they say like leslie nielsen the doctor comes into the cockpit and he's like like Good luck. I just want you to know we're all counting on you. Like while they're trying to like land the plane, I'm pretty sure uh-huh. those those lines are borrowed directly. Um, and uh, so the, yeah, this came out in 1980, and uh, it's directed by uh, David and Jerry Zucker and Jim Abrams. Um, and it follows uh, kind of <laughs> there's like a few things going on. Um, they have. Uh, Shit, I, forgot. I told you I memorized this this movie. I can't remember the main character's name. His uh, name is Ted. Ted yeah, Stryker. The, Ted Stryker. Yeah, yeah Ted Stryker. Is, he's um, come back from the war, and he's trying to uh, um, win back his lost love, um, played by Julie Haggerty, who's Elaine, and who's a, the air, airplane stewardess. He used to be a combat fighter in the war, um, and ever since then he's developed a drinking problem. Uh, where <laughs> it's so stupid, guys. <laughs> but it, it lives inside me. Like every time I think of drinking problem, I think of Ted Stryker like aiming for his mouth with a cup of water and just like hitting his forehead. Oh god, the drinking problem bit is <laughs> one of my favorite things. One of my favorite bits is like whenever they question like um, what, uh, question a word. Like um, there's some problem in the cockpit. The cockpit. Well, it's the part of the plane, but that's not that's not important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God. Um, so like just these... those kind of like literal questions of uh, language. I like yeah. those jokes a lot in this mm-hmm. movie. Like we we need to get these people to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big room, a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, um, and it, it it kind of like this is a vehicle. Get it? Because it's an airplane. A vehicle for jokes. So a lot of this stuff is kind of just, like, disconnected. It kind of does, like, what Family Guy does, uh, where, you know, it kind of, like, has an aside 
or like a flashback or like to like Hitler on a unicycle or whatever. Does that a little bit. I was going to say this felt like something Seth MacFarlane really liked and uh, took inspiration from. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, this, yeah, I was thinking about that when you said it had the continuity of a cartoon and I was like, it does kind of feel a little family guy like. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, I won't front, like when I was uh, 13 or so, I I watched uh, Family Guy regularly, but Mm -hmm. you know. It had its time and place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Family Guy. Is it over? I don't know. I just feel like it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> maybe we should explain why we picked this. Why you picked this movie, Tim? How is this a food movie? Oh, oh um, I'm justify sorry. Justify yourself in front of yeah. this tribunal, Tim. Um, if it would please uh, the panel, um, can I approach? I, I don't know how it works. Um, I'll but allow you, it. <laughs> thank you. Uh, this <laughs> is actually a food movie because food is the villain in this movie. Um, <laughs> so this is, I think this is the first movie we had where like food, like food itself is about maybe food fight. But <laughs> um, anyway, uh, all the passengers, including some pilots, get food poisoning from some tainted fish uh, that served uh, as the in-flight meal. And then they start dropping like flies. Um, pilots, uh, being, um, Captain Over, uh, and, uh, Captain Roger, or no, he's the navigator, Roger, who, um, is played by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um... Best they, part of the movie for me. Yep. Yeah. They all fall victim to the, the tainted fish, um, before, I love that bit with the little kid, like, hey, like, he gets invited into the cockpit, and he's like, <laughs> My dad thinks you coke. don't go back on defense enough! He's like... <laughs> Listen, kid, tell your dad I'm busting my butt out there all day on the court. I've been hearing it ever since my days at UCLA. You tried dragging Walton with you. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking good. And, like, yeah, he's just denying it the whole time. And then he breaks when, it, when this kid is criticizing him. So yeah. fucking funny. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It seems like they just had him there for, like, a day. Because yeah. he's, like, not in the rest of the movie. <laughs> once, like, yeah, once he gets I, sick. I just... Yeah, and then when they I pull just him love out the, of the part chair. where after he like passes out, um, yeah. <laughs> and they're like pulling him out of his chair, and he just he's wearing his like signature goggles, and he's wearing his like Lakers shorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, and I, 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 I don't want to like just recap every single joke, but I kind of feel like I, I mean, I do, but I, I know that's not going to work. Would, that would yeah. take ninety minutes. Yeah, um, uh, that's the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, kept, uh, t- Ted Stryker's enlisted um, to uh, help land the plane, and, you know, it's kind of his redemption story uh, where he ultimately succeeds and wins back the girl and uh, saves the day. Um, but I felt like a lot of, like, kind of, like, the convoluted... Like, there's a lot of characters that are just introduced late in the movie, and I really feel like that's the fault of, like, the... Um, of the... of the base material like that it's parodying the uh mind you i've never seen zero hour exclamation point um but like uh his <laughs> his old army commander or air force commander is brought in who who's like now a airline pl- pilot is like brought in mm-hmm. to like instruct him how to land the plane and then late in the film uh i'm pulling it up uh steven stucker um shows up who's uh you know the guy who's like 
They're like, Rapunzel, Rapunzel. Like, we're, we're going to the control tower. It's like, the tower, the tower, Rapunzel. <laughs> I, I just love him because he's like, where he, um, like, Ted's trying to land uh, land the plane. And then, like, the all the lights on the runway go out. And then just cuts, a, cuts away back to Steven Stucker. And he has, like... <laughs> an extension cord like that yeah. he's unplugged and he's like just kidding he plugs it back <laughs> in <laughs> just like all these stupid jokes like we're like captain over is like reading porn at the air like the um you know the magazine shop in the airport yeah they have like a, <laughs> i think he's reading something like modern sperm or <laughs> something like that um yeah under the material the section of like wanking material <laughs> yeah Oh man. Okay. Um, okay. Real quick, could I could I talk about like airplane food? Because I was recently <laughs> on an airplane. Sorry. What's the deal? I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah yes. Guys, go ahead, Quentin. What's the deal with airplane food, guys? Come on. Uh, it's like uh, no. I, I was about to do my Jerry impression. Yeah, don't. Uh, guys can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for our one million subscriber uh, episode, we'll do that. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I was like on a plane to uh, Brazil, and uh, I have a picture of my f- of my food up on my phone. And uh, the meal consisted of you could either have like a macaroni or a chicken salad. Just one? <laughs> Wait, yeah. like a macaroni uh, salad? No, it or was sort of like, like um, a mac and cheese. It was like mac and cheese, but it was like vegetarian. But at the same time, it was uh, it had like a tomato sauce to it. But it was just cheesy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know how to best describe it. But along with that, it came with, like, some prepackaged, uh, quote-unquote, caramel brownie, a individual roll, a uh, side salad, which consisted of two tomatoes, maybe five uh, leaves of lettuce, some Parmesan, and uh, a cracker that came with a side of cheese and butter, and a small bottle of water, so... Yeah, gotta say, one of the best uh, airplane food I've ever had. Really? Mm. No, uh, I, I could not get through. Like, yeah, that sounds that sounds fucking horrible. But what was fun for me was I was like uh, watching the movie Alien <laughs> while uh, sure. eating all this. It's a and yeah, I mean the scene where they're like, um, I don't know, like just some of the gross like alien autopsy scenes, like. That was really fun to watch and eat at the same time. And the, and the milk, I could, the milk coming out of the android. Yeah, that that was like um, that made uh, the passengers sitting next to me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just say shout out to American Airlines for not censoring their airplane movies. You guys are amazing for doing that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. so I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I will but say, food, not good. <laughs> I will uh, share my uh, actually good experience with uh, airplane food. Um, uh, a little better than usual. So uh, it, it was on uh, Virgin Atlantic uh, when, like, years ago, my family was, like, flying to England. And um, before when we, uh, like, order the ticket online, you, that's where you, like, you select your um, meal preferences, which is really cool. And so I read that if you get, like, a, like, specially prepared, like, vegetarian or, like, uh, vegan, halal, or, like, kosher. Like, they prepare it separately and in, like, a smaller batch. So it's usually better quality food. Um, so I got, like, a halal Ooh. meal, mm. and it was actually really good. And it was, like, a, uh, a curry something. 
or other, but it was really, really good. So I would suggest if anybody has the option, that's like a little hack you can do if you want some better quality food on a plane. Yeah. Damn, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Um, and I try yes. to think. I think I, I think one time I may have gotten sick from airplane food, quite like this movie. <laughs> hey, oh, way to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Going through this movie, uh, it's kind of weird because it doesn't really have a plot per se. It's kind of just like a bunch of connected little vignettes almost in like the same setting of the airplane. Uh, one of them being uh, my favorites where the little kid, come, little boy in like a suit comes up to this little girl. He's like, oh, I, oh man. Like, would you like some coffee? Um, like, oh, yes, thank you. Cream or sugar? No, thank you. I like it black. Like my men. And I always thought that little boy looked like the little boy version of Paul F. Tompkins, like, like without a mustache. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that, yeah, that – yeah, and she's probably about seven years old, and it's just oh, – that's so good. <laughs> and, man, like, that little boy sells it, just the look on his face when she says that. Yeah, just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um to kind of follow the theme of our episode, I'm going to jump over to one of my favorite, um, like, jokes and goofs of this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, that's when um, Stryker is in, like, the the hospital after his uh, incident. Mm-hmm. And um, he's talking about all the different soldiers that are, like, in the hospital with him and, like, what their ailments are. Yeah, this is back and when he's still favorite- in the Air Force, right? Or just, just out of the Air Force. Correct. And uh, he's like, oh, that's Commander, I forget, or whatever. He thinks, he's so delusional and shell-shocked, he thinks he's Ethel Merman. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then it's actually you. Ethel Merman. You'll be yeah. swell, she you'll be being, great, yeah. you'll have the whole world on your plate. Uh, fun and then, fact. like, these orderlies come and start giving her morphine or something to <laughs> yeah. put her down. It's like, yeah. a, it's like the Snickers bit. Uh, like, you turn into a diva when you're hungry. Except uh, she's a shell-shocked fucking uh, Vietnam vet. <laughs> Guys, this was Ethel Merman's last movie that she ever did. Oh, no. Yeah. But I, I think oh, this is a strong one. It's a pretty it's, good movie. Yeah, at yeah, least it was a funny bit. <laughs> she was in for- I say oh, no, to the fact that she died. Okay, guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she actually died during production of the Nums King. Um, Shit. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Cut that out, Donnie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my my favorite one, my favorite bit of all time. Uh, I say all time. I don't know. Maybe um, it's when uh, they're doing uh, the like they start like a news report, like the news coverage of this incident. Uh, well, first it starts out with like all the reporters coming into like the main control room of the airport that's trying to help Ted Stryker land the plane, and they're like, "All right, boys, let's take some pictures." And then they start going to the walls. And like, for, for some reason, there's framed pictures of just random airplanes on the wall already. Uh, so then they go ahead and start, like, taking all the photos. And then it goes into, like, a newsreel um, where it's, like, the American reporter. It's, like, you know, terror at 30,000 feet. And then it's, like, the Japanese one. And rather than having a screen behind him, he has, like, a painting, like a classic-style Japanese painting of an airplane with, like like, cherry blossoms on it. And then oh it's like God. some like yeah. There's so much. Th- there is like, like <laughs> it, there's a ridiculous amount of just like dumb visual gags in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, just like where it's 
or just like dumb gags in general where like it's just like throwaway bullshit that doesn't really matter but is so fucking funny. It feels like a 30 Rock episode. Um, yeah. in that way a little bit, like where, like you just hear, uh, Kenneth say something as he's leaving, like as he's leaving the scene, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah, it's so fucking funny. I'm yeah. Really yeah. Good. And then my all time favorite one is like when the news report like cuts to, it, it seems like some sort of like, like talk show, like kind of, kind of something like Bill O'Reilly or something, but it's called like counterpoint. And then it's just, like, this guy, like, talking into the camera in, like, a suit. And he's like, they knew what they were getting themselves into when they bought the tickets. And he, like, turns to, like, left camera. I say, let them crash. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I, that that just resonates with me, that, that one scene. <laughs> uh, oh, God. God, guys, this movie. Uh, we could do it again next week, right? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> There is an airplane too, uh, which I I've never seen. Um, I don't want to see it. I can't imagine it's even close to what this this movie is. No, I feel you, man. Yeah. But I mean, you can't deny how like influential this movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's been. I, I'm sure I'm probably wrong, but I, you know, there've been so many other parody movies that came out like right after this, like scary movie, epic movie. Mm-hmm. Superhero movie, disaster movie, date yeah. movie, dance flick, vampire <laughs> suck. I think uh, uh, like the list is is kind of endless. <laughs> David and Jerry Zucker, oh. I think, may have directed like fifty percent of those. So, like the directors mm-hmm. of this movie, uh, what's one of the worst ones? Uh, Meet the Spartans. Oh my god! No, that oh, was not I, that. I have seen that film. It is fucking horrible. There's a funny Shrek bit though. Um, it's not funny. <laughs> I was about to say the part where he's like talking about how he misses like sucking his mom's like or whatever. Oh, jeez. Ew, what? Um, Can we bleep that out? <laughs> okay, I will. No. <laughs> um, so they, so David Zucker. Wait, wait, sorry, I want to go back to that. That Yes, that is a line from that. Uh, guys, we're going to have to watch meet, meet the Spartans next. Oh, oh God no. damn it. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Jackson. <laughs> fucking shit. Uh, yeah, they also did the Naked Gun movies, which is like, or David Zucker did at least, which is really good. Um, Jerry Zucker did Top Secret. Um, oh, yeah. He directed Ghost. What? Like, he yeah. directed Ghost, guys. Like a movie that is genuinely, like, extremely well received. Um, mm-hmm. He also did Rat Race, which is one of my favorite movies as a kid. Um, oh. And David Zucker did Scary Movie 3 and Scary Movie 4. Ooh, 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. I watched Scary Movie 3. Like, before, I, as a kid, I was so afraid of, like, scary movies. I couldn't even watch them. So I decided to watch Scary Movie 3, like, with my friends. And they're like, don't worry, it's a comedy. And I, I'm, I don't know, I'm, like, 8 or something. And I was still terrified of the of the movie, like the ring parody, where like she crawls out of the TV. Like even that was like still too much for me as a kid. Yeah, no, I saw those movies maybe when I was like twelve or thirteen, and they like I was not a I was not a horror movie kid. Like I fucking hated horror movies, and those those movies still scared the shit out of me. <laughs> um, especially Scary Movie Two. 
um, mm. because it had this really really gross uh, bit with like a like a dead ghost lady. Um, so hmm. yeah, I I want to share my story about uh, watching epic movie. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, I remember like my TV, like when it, back when I had cable, um, they used to give you like star ratings on movies. I, I have no idea who made these like ratings, but just, they would show up in like one to four stars. And I remember Epic movie was the only movie on the rating system that had half a star. <laughs> so I then proceeded to watch the movie and, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I can say I, I've seen that movie more than once. <laughs> Just because I feel like it was on like HBO a lot back in the day. Or like Cinemax or one of those mm-hmm. like networks. Oh, I typed yeah, in so. I typed in Epic Movie and the first thing that comes up is Epic Movie. It looks like and then I was gonna say the third thing that comes up is Epic, which is that one animated movie. It's like Thumbelina or something with yeah, snails and Colin Farrell and Christoph Waltz is in it. Is Epic is Epi- uh, Epic about snails? There's a snail in it. There's like a few snails. I think they're like Oh the no, I'm thinking of a different movie. Really. Epic sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, it but just had such like uh, when I saw the name of that movie, I was just like, "Oh, fuck this movie for just calling itself Epic." Yep. It was um, like such a buzzword back then. Yeah, this is know? from Chris Wedge, the guy that did uh we were just talking about him last night actually. He did Ice Age Robots. And monster trucks. Okay, Just, I will uh, say Ice Age is one of my favorite animated kids movies. Oof. Which I did like. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't oh, man, speak I'm, for I'm monster trucks. I'm just looking trucks, at screenshots though. of Epic Movie. Guys, I'm sorry that we're not talking <laughs> about Airplane enough. <laughs> Guys, ep- Epic Movie. Can we just switch it to ep- Epic Movie right now? <laughs> the official poster for Epic Movie looks like a Party City costume catalog for like mainstream movies oh my god (laughs) it's oh my god jack i'm sorry i feel like that's very accurate to jack yeah i mean there's borat jack sparrow uh will johnny depp's willy wonka uh, (laughs) there's like lion the witch in the wardrobe oh no borat uh, there's a Davy Jones from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean dressed as dressed in a dress. So sexy Davy Jones. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very Party City. This is awful. <laughs> guys, Cal Penn. Cal Penn. Hold on, is that guys? Is that Brad Garrett in the background dressed as Magneto? I'm pretty Superman? sure. <laughs> Maybe. Jackson, w- you gonna come after Brad Garrett? Oh, fuck Brad Garrett. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> Guys, uh, David Carradine was in this movie. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Is that his last movie? It might be. It might be. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I, let me check. Um, no. No, it's not. Um, he's coming oh, out with God. a movie. Oh, actually, I think David Carradine movies are still being released. What? Okay. Yeah, there's this thing called American Connection. Alright. Uh, where that's coming out this year or came out this year. Yeah. Alright. Um yeah. I, I I think So on to Meet the Spartans now, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Which has a meta score of nine. Yikes. 
Out of, out of 10? Yeah. <laughs> out of 100. Uh, I will um, say, speaking David of Carradine. Professor X. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Uh, the I will say the best Professor X ever portrayed on film was uh, in superhero <laughs> movie <laughs> played by... Uh, um, um, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> he, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, so, uh, one of David Carradine's last films is a 2007 comedy called Homo Erectus, which oh, no. was released on DVD in the United States as National Lampoon's Stoned Age. Um, <laughs> just just want to point that out. Uh, directed by, written, and starring Adam Rifkin. Um, oh, guys, I think it's only like a matter of time before we just spend like a whole month going through like, I don't know. American Pie movies. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's not a bad that's idea. A, uh, pie is well, a it is a bad idea, but <laughs> it, very I, much so. I think but. it'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but sort of in the same vein as these like parody movies, I feel like it would be easier for us to do just American Pie movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could easily relate it to food. Yeah. What movie did we actually watch this week, though? You know <laughs> airplane! What? Exclamation I, point! I don't remember. Oh, airplane! Yeah. <laughs> exclamation point! Exclamation point! And and zero hour also has an exclamation point on it. So consistency there. Um, yeah. Speaking of like little, I mean, I could just hear Doug Benson saying like full title, please, at the end of airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Airplane! Exclamation point! Colon. The fun fact: it was released. Uh, it was released in other countries as um as a different name it was released as flying high in australia new zealand south africa japan and the philippines oh so, mm-hmm. fun fact wait are you saying is this is this part of jackson's goofs <laughs> jackson's <laughs> joofers um yeah i don't really there's not like there's not a whole lot of goofs in this movie i mean there's a ton of goofs but they're not like they're actually funny um, <laughs> So, yeah, like you can't like if anything messed like was messed up unintentionally on this film. I don't think you could tell. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just sort of adds to the yeah to the aesthetic, if you will. Yeah, and this film mm-hmm. has like some really good running jokes and like re- like self references that like come back. Like um, the whole like uh, at the beginning of the film, like the Hari Krishnas are like trying to like here, can you accept this like flower or like. You know, for the church of whatever. I, I forget. Religious consciousness. A religious, thank you, for the church of religious consciousness. And then by the end of the film, uh, uh, Ted Stryker's old captain, like, comes in. And then he's literally, like, judo flipping <laughs> and, like, punching out all these, like, religious zealots that are, like, coming up towards him. It's like, Scientology? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, More nuclear jump. power? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then one of the guys just, like, sees him, like, from a distance and, like, runs away. Um, are we going to talk um, about the the Jive guys at all? Oh, yes. Yes, I feel we like are. we should. So, like, um, uh, the two characters. Yeah, so there's, so the only two African-American gentlemen on the plane besides uh, Kareem Al-Dujabar um, are two guys speaking in Jive, uh, and they have English subtitles underneath their... Um, underneath them yeah um, like really proper english <laughs> like, yeah golly arthur uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are the, he's like, she. And then, like, the subtitle is like, golly. <laughs> yeah. um, and basically, one of them eats the fish that makes them sick. And uh, the stewardess comes by and is having a hard time understanding. And this old white lady comes by and starts to translate. Um, oh, stewardess, and, I speak jive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's very funny. Um, yeah, so these these two guys uh, were um, best friends in real life, and they audition. They came in an audition together. I think at one point I watched like a documentary about airplane. I think this is where this is coming from. <laughs> um, but they auditioned together, and like the the jive language that they actually use in the film is actually like their own language that they kind of made up themselves. Um, so it was like really easy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So they they wrote all their own lines. Hmm. For the most bit. That's yeah. Dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they got. The, um, got fun the fact: Barbara Billingsley, um, the actress who played the, uh, as she is described in the movie, Jive Lady, uh, <laughs> played the mom on Leave It to Beaver. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that's oh. interesting. Yeah. So she she's June Cleaver. Um, That's probably facts. where I, that would have made that show a lot more interesting and ahead of its time if she just <laughs> talked like that. Uh, <laughs> I, man, I I fucking loved Leave It to Beaver as a kid. Fun fact. Uh, that's that's what my parents let me watch. Um, <laughs> I only yeah. ever watched the Mad TV parody of Leave It to Beaver I... with like Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two and Mad TV. And, like, the mom character is always trying to bring them, like, oversized food. Like, Brontosaurus burger? And it's, like, this thing size of a... Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> uh, bring also, it back to food. Leslie Nielsen, who's, like, one of the best parts of this whole movie, he shows up, like, halfway through the movie. Um, and it's, like, is, is there, like, is there a doctor on the plane? And there's, like, excuse me, stewardess, I think the man next to me is a doctor. It's, like, excuse me, sir, are you a doctor? He's, like, wearing a stethoscope. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Leslie Nielsen, like, the the main guy and, like, the funniest guy in the movie and, like, the third build person doesn't show up until, like, halfway through. Yeah. Just, it's so, um, his line about, like, you know, um, Shirley, you must be joking. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm not joking. And don't call me Shirley. Oh, my yeah. dad, My dad still does that fucking bit. Um, oh, that's such a dad joke. <laughs> it's such a dad joke. Um, yeah, my dad does mm-hmm. jokes. Like, it's it's fucking full of that. Just all of mm-hmm. and like we talked about it earlier. But like the uh, the cockpit. Yeah, you know the thing at the front of the plane. Anyway, um, like all of that is. Oh, excuse me. Um, all of that is uh, just so. I think every every. Every guy that had a dad growing up in the 70s and 80s, like, saw this movie and made it a part of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just preparing to torment children with quotes from this movie, like, already. Uh, I have a file of, like, things to, like, embarrass my kids with, and this is one of them. I mean, you know, I, I love it, but I'm sure, like, little kids. Anyway, <laughs> uh... Uh, yeah, one of my one of those. Tim, are you trying to tell us that you you have kids already? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, don't tell that to the IRS if you know what I mean. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> what? Um, 
Wait, Leslie. So on your I nine, Tim, how many dependents do you claim? Guys, let's get back to IRS talk. Yeah, <laughs> about I have some questions about my tax form now that you bring it up. Uh, no, um, let's go to the board. Okay, caller, you're live on the air. What questions you got for our accountants? Uh, yeah, like I think my wife's been stealing from me. Like, should we have separate bank accounts? I remember listening <laughs> to Tom like it. <laughs> Tom Likas is like, you gotta have a separate bank account from your wife, and just in case she tries to steal from you and take half. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, I love that, uh, James. I, now I, I'm totally veering off. Um, <laughs> James Adomian has the best Tom Likas impression that he, he'll bust out in, like, comedy bang bang. James Adomian um, is a genius, and I wish he was in more shit. Oh, yeah. His Jesse Ventura is one of the funniest things I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Um, Minnesota governor. Um, yeah. Yeah. Vincent uh, Malika, one of the hosts of Everybody's Favorite Orange Cat, uh, that Friend of the podcast. Jackson is also a part of. Yeah. Uh, we used to have a, a, an environmental science class taught by uh, Professor Ventura. I forget. I think I forget his name, his first name. Uh, I think it was like Steve, maybe. But we always used to joke that he was, like, related to Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and we would do impressions of him doing, like, lecture material uh, <laughs> as Jesse Ventura. Uh, Good times. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, so, yeah. we're, like, we haven't even reached 40 minutes yet, and I feel like we've already, like, kind of summed up the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think yeah. this is another kind of uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite thing. We all adore this movie. <laughs> And um, mm-hmm. we're just talking about how much we like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the one of the best jokes that they introduce, I think, is the autopilot, who is like this inflatable oh, yeah. like pilot who's like perfectly capable of like seemingly like flying autonomously flying the plane perfectly. But yeah. you know, since they're trying so hard to like push this redemption story, like so much over the top, like, it's up to Ted Stryker himself to land the plane. When it really seemed... I mean, at the end of the movie, the autopilot takes the plane, like, flies away by itself, like, with the plane, and they all, like, smile and wave goodbye to it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he gets his own billing, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Introducing Otto as himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, it's a shame he got kind of, like, you know, didn't have much of a career after this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this was a really good breakout for him. It's a shame. Yeah, a real kind of like Urkel situation. Just he can never have any roles without being just associated with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he may have been in like National Lampoon's, uh, what is it called? Homo erectus? <laughs> or whatever. Um, what? Okay. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. They, they have like, uh, how, anyway, how long is that dance scene? Oh, the dance scene is dumb as shit. It's like, and it's like is five minutes, fantastic. right? <laughs> um, yeah. Of them just doing uh, Saturday yeah. Night Fever. Yeah. Because that's um, a you guys wanna reference. <laughs> go to Judgments. I think we pretty yeah, much covered everything. I think so. Oh, real quick. Speaking of yeah. like five minute scenes, I, I saw this movie uh, last weekend called um, A Ghost Story. It's uh, one of the A24 movies starring Rooney Mara and uh, Casey Affleck. I recommend it. It's good to see. Although, um, I guess this is kind of a spoiler, but Rooney Mara eats pie for five minutes. It's like a like a single shot, like no cuts, five minutes. What the fuck? While she like 
it, it, it makes sense, more sense in the context of the movie. <laughs> okay, um, I hope so. Yeah, it's like she's in grief. Uh, all right. She ate pot. It, it just blew my mind. That's like all I've been thinking about. Uh, <laughs> okay. I remember seeing like commercials like on Facebook for it, where it's just like, learn how to make like a pie, like in the style of like tasty, um, you know, BuzzFeed's oh, yeah. like, subdivision, where it's like, learn how to make a pie from Ghost Story. And I had no idea what that was at first. I thought it was like, at first, like some sort of like scary movie. No, it's, it's more of like a existentialist kind of romantic kind of loss movie. So it's kind of like ghost, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. To tie it back in, it is. Yeah. Funnily enough, it was directed by Jerry Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> or, or David. Um, sorry, yeah, <laughs> Whichever one that was. I don't remember. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, who wants to read the ratings? I'm a little drunk right now. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll say the ratings. Uh, so our, our, our first and God tier is, uh, it, that, that, that's the, um, that's, I like to speak to the chef. Mm-hmm. And we've only given that to one movie. And what was that movie, Jackson? That, that film was Chef. Yes, yes, it goddamn was. Um, Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Tim, but I was kind of hoping you would ask yourself that question. <laughs> what is that, Tim? It, it, it crossed my mind. I was like, um, I was like, three options, pick one. Um, <laughs> then we have uh, I'll Have What She's Having, um, mm-hmm. which is like a really, really, really good movie. Yeah. You know, you'll see it in the theater. You'll, uh, you know, pass it down to your children. You'll yep. uh, put it in a time capsule. Buy it on physical um, media. Yeah. Um, and uh, then below that, it's like three Yelp stars. It's like, you know, respectable. Yeah, it's good, like, not great. nothing too special. Like, good, yeah, good, not great. Um, below that is, uh, what, uh, I think I'll take it to go. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe, maybe watch it once. Like it, it, it could be fun. It could be dumb. Not very redeeming. And then finally we have, oh, uh, not finally, but, uh, this one is like just for a poo poo movie. And, uh, that one is guys on three, uh, uh, uh check, check, please, please. <laughs> I'd like to point out you did not count on three. <laughs> <laughs> I realize that. Um, and then below that we have. An even worse tier. Um, and, Quentin, what was that tier? Because I forget. <laughs> I also forget. Uh, that, that was Dine and Dash. Oh, that's right. Like, oh, yeah. It, this is a movie that's just, like, so bad. The service at a restaurant might be so bad where it's just, like, not even... There's no point in even justifying, like, leaving. Just don't pay for anything. Leave. Just quickly leave. Really, the Dine moral decision the fuck out of is, there. To, is to leave without paying. Yeah. Like, that's, mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've given that to mm-hmm. was it just one movie so far? Just one movie, correct. <laughs> Waiting, so far. Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds and uh, uh, Justin Long, Justin Anna Long, Paris, Paris, Luis oh, Guzman, Dane say, Cook, uh, Jay Baruchel. Like that's not him. Nope, Andy Milanakis. Oh, Andy Milanakis. Stop yeah. reminding me that I picked this horrible film. <laughs> da- David David Keckner. Uh, Oh yeah, <laughs> good lord, good cast, good cast. Yeah, David Keckner uh, reminds me a little bit of that. Fucking horrible. Of the of the one other bald actor from The Invitation, a little bit. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like he could pull that off. But That'd be totally. funny to see. Dave it's like Decker. a John C. Riley uh, for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I can only see him as like one character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Doctor Steve yeah. Brule. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Tim, do you remember when we saw Dave Koechner bomb at uh, uh, at the meltdown? Uh, yeah, I, I thought he, I thought he was okay. I didn't think he bombed completely. I thought some of it was okay. Yeah, he redeemed himself at the end, but yeah, yeah, he had very sweaty pits. No, <laughs> if you recall, mm-hmm. I somewhat I can imagine that sounds black black. Box, that's all hot. I could look at. That's, <laughs> that's all I could look at was just his sweaty armpits. That was Quentin's takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> um, seeing Dave Keckner's sweaty armpits and uh, seeing. Uh, Brandon Wardell live. Those were the highlights of my night. Yeah. That, that was cool. Oh, and Tim asking him how old he was. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was like, how old are you? And he said, uh, what, 22 at the time? I think, or 20-something. Oh, God. Is he that young? Jesus. He's, he's like... He's, like he's 25 only, now, I think. I think he's like 25. Yeah. Um, let's let's yeah. Google it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's... <Siri. laughs> hey, guys, what did you think of Airplane? Uh, I'll, I'll definitely uh, give this one... I'll have we'll it. save Tim's. Ri- oh yeah, go. For it. Uh, okay, we could save it. Yeah, uh, no. Since it's your pick, I felt like we should just save yours at the end. Oh, okay. I yeah. can uh, quickly go, and I, I feel like I like this movie, but I'm not at the, like at the same level as like Tim. Mm-hmm. So for me, it kind of borders. Like it's a very high, like three all stars. Like I think it's a very good, like solid movie that um, has bits and pieces that I think are pretty excellent. But I, I don't know. It's just not my favorite, I'd say. So uh, high three Yelp stars for me. And maybe on the border between I'll Have What She's Having. Yeah, I think I got to agree. Um, it It's really funny. Um, it is – it's held up surprisingly well for a comedy from 1980. And um, it's, it's genuinely like laugh out loud at parts. But – it does kind of drag on at the end and it kind of gets old after being like wall to wall jokes. It's just kind of exhausting. Um, I, yeah, I'll say hi, three upstars. I, I would agree that according to channel four in the United Kingdom, it was judged the second greatest comedy film of all time after Monty Python's life of Brian. Um, and I, I wouldn't quite go that far, but it's, uh, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, and I'll I'll say this is uh, I'll have what she's having, um, and to to address kind of your like yeah it it is a movie length like feature film so it's um, it does get get a little long. Um, there's a show uh, um, on like IFC maybe uh, Angie Tribeca yeah. starring um, uh, what's her face? Uh, <laughs> uh, her, uh, fuck, what's her name? I don't know. I'm, I'm Googling it. Uh, uh, she's starring, on Parks and Rec. Starring, starring. She's related to Quincy Jones, right? Yes. His daughter. Um, Rashida Jones. Rashida Sorry, Jones. There you go. Her. Um, and it, it, it has, like, a ton of jokes, like, in the style of, like, Airplane. And it and it's a shorter format. So I think that probably would work better. And I mm-hmm. recommend it. It's pretty good. So Tim's recommendation, don't see this film. See Meet the Spartans. Okay, yeah. guys. Plugs. <laughs> Plugs. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at DimmickTim, uh, also known as uh, Non-Threatening, formerly known as Spicy Mayo. Um, 
And you can find. Could you explain the, the non-threatening real quick, Tim? Oh, uh, non-threatening. So, um, a lot of my f- friends are girls, like females, and like they're <laughs> not, like they're not like they're not boys. Um, so then, like uh, like uh, some of like their boyfriends, or one wh- one of them got a new boyfriend, and he's like, uh, "So what's the what's the deal with that guy? Like, why is he hanging around?" Or, <laughs> And like what like so like you guys just like hang out together at like night and like just watch like stupid YouTube videos and like like not not do anything besides like hang out as friends and my friend was saying like yeah so he's like hmm I don't trust him so I I, I changed my Twitter to non threatening just to like tell everybody like don't worry you know <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> But if you look in if you look in Tim's Twitter bio, it just says "always scheming," and it's just like two <laughs> hands rubbing together as yes. an emoji. <laughs> yeah, um, and you can find the uh, Foovies podcast on Twitter as well, and check us out on SoundCloud and hey. other places and iTunes and iTunes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jackson Rohde R O H D E. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. I don't, I'm not as good as updating that as Tim is our Twitter, but, um, check us out in there. It helps. And, uh, rate and review on iTunes if you can. And, uh, yeah. Quentin? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chino Latino Q, uh, aka your boy Norman, keeping it 100. (laughs) Shout out to Norman Lear. Uh, shout out to Johnny Chang for always doing our music. I feel mm-hmm. like we don't give him enough uh, props and um, just sort of thanks for the music he we put in uh, to our breaks. So as always, you know, thank you very much to him and Sweaty Hands for doing our intro. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got to plug right now. All right, I, I, guys, I want to quickly mention like one thing I wrote down uh, in my notes. This is like a joke I didn't notice before. But again, it's like one of those little throwaway lines. Like one of the like uh, traffic controllers is on the phone, and then is referring to the Ted Striker. Like, yes, he's a menace to everything in the air. It's like a pause. Yes, including birds. I, I, I just thought that was really funny. Sorry. Anyway, we're gonna go into our outro, and we say uh, "provecho" to wrap things up. It's kind of like to your health. So we're gonna clink our glasses. One, two, three. Clink. Provecho. Provecho. Foovies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J-O-N-N-Y. Uh, 